So, you want to be a contractor. Ever wonder what it takes to become a contractor? The journey they go on to get where they are now, or the crazy things they see and hear on the job site? Well, you're in the right spot. Welcome to So You Want to Be a Contractor, the podcast. Join your host, Mike Fisher, as he talks to owners of construction companies from all over about how they got started, how they run their business, and some of the craziest stories they've experienced on their job sites. And now, your host, Mike Fisher. Welcome to So You Want to Be a Contractor. This is episode number 14. My name is Mike Fisher. Uh, my guest today is a, is a return customer, return guest uh, on my previous uh, show. Um, so welcome back, Lance Smith, owner of Smith & Sons Construction. How you doing, man? Good. How's it going, guys? Good to be back with you guys. Yeah, on we appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Lance has also come on board as a client, so we've got uh, we got that relationship going as well. So I got to make sure not to screw that up and, and lose any business, but... We'll, uh, I think you're doing just fine, buddy. <laughs> we appreciate that. Us out, uh, quite a bit. So. Very good. Cool. Well, let's uh, let's get right into it, man. Let let, let the listeners know. Uh, kind of introduce yourself. How, how you got to where you are now, and and what you guys do at Smith and Son. So, I was a union guy before this. Um, make it short and sweet this time. Uh, oh, it's all good, man. You know, kind of work my ranks up and. And uh, ended up being really good at what I did and management and, you know, my people's person. So um, really, really good with all those traits and a strong suit of mine. So I cast in everything and went to uh, start my own gig. And five years later now, we're doing better than ever. So uh, definitely was worth the uh, risk. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, and, and, and risk is the key word there, especially in California, right? So what, what was that, what was that driving motivating factor to, for you to, you know, kind of, uh, leave the, the guarantee work and, and, um, catching everything you had to, to start on your own. All these unions great. I mean, they take care of their guys. That's one thing they have done for years and I will always be a firm believer in that. Um, I actually still pay my dues to this day, just in case something ever does happen. I know I got a home somewhere. Um, my whole deciding factor was one, what I wanted in life. You're not going to afford on a, a regular salary, but my biggest driving factor has been just to be a part of something and be somebody that people depend on and, and look forward to working to. For, you know, and, and looking forward to being at this company because all these other companies I was at, you're at the end of the day, you're a number, um, you know, and I'm sure a lot of guys listen to this will agree to, agree with that that are in that stage in their life. Um, and just to create something different that I could do how I wanted to and how I see seem fit and see fit as of now, um, is that's really why I went went all in on this? Yeah, uh, there's definitely that legacy factor, right? Uh, leaving something behind and and building something on your own and and being able to uh, kind of put your that's mark a big on, one on the too, industry on your own yeah. because a lot of these companies and hey, if if someone can hand me a well oiled machine that's producing and and creating good profit margins and it has a good 
you know, sticks and bones to the company, then that's awesome. But the real test is starting from literally nothing with no contacts, you know, no, no idea on how crazy this really gets, um, at times. And it's all about, you know, finding that network that works with you. And it, it takes a long time to get there. And I, I'm not even 50% there, but I'm, I'm to where I am in five years and look us up on Google. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, you guys, uh, obviously, you know, seeing from the insurance side, I've, I've, I've seen the numbers grow and, and seen them grow. So you're obviously doing the right stuff. Um, and, and like you said, there's, there's, it's, it's one thing to be great at what you do and, and, and be good at your craft, but it's completely different to, to step into the, the business owner and, and, and owning a business and running a business. And, and like you said, generating the, the income, um, for, you know, the employees you have, right? Like you, you're now responsible to, to make sure that the people have a job and, and people have work to do and, and they have able to pay the depending on them as yeah. being your provider too, you know? So it, and I'm a big thinker, you know, like I, I, I play out a situation way before it even comes to that. And, and I look at the worst thing that could happen, you know, like I got these guys that show up every day. Like that's the, you know, that's my main thing every day is to make sure all these guys get at least 40 hours a week, right? you know, and it, it, it is a grind to do it and to keep 10 guys going, you know, 40 hours a week that are high producing volume numbered guys. It's a lot of work. And, and, and I tried to do it alone. No. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and the team that I have behind me here in my office, my fiance, she, she's a fucking rock star. Excuse the language, but no, you're uh, you know, she's, she's really awesome. She's, she's the heart of this operation, um, and, and really makes a big impact and has, has helped us get to where we are now. Um, even from when we were on your show last, that's when she really stepped in. Yeah. When we got a little traction from you guys off the first one and it's, it's been great. So. It, it maybe speak that a little bit. Is she, is she the only one that you have working in the office or do you guys, did you guys bring on some more people or, or I mean, no, that's, that's a big step to take, right. To, to realize you can't do it all on your own and be able to kind of hand some of those things off and delegate some of those tasks. Yeah. With so your baby, it's, basically. it's me and her, um, in here. And, and I kind of, we like it this way too, because we're more, we, we, we see every bit of everything. Um, and, and the teams that we have around us though, with you guys as one, anything, we have questions with audits, anything like that, boom, hey, you know, can you guys take care of us? Yep, send us an email, what you need, we'll get it over to you. So, um, and, and she's got that mindset too, where she knows that the players around her are going to determine her success as well. So, uh, we're really, really tight with that. And, and it, it's a lot on me and her, um, you know, we don't get the luxury of, uh, having all a bunch of free time and being able to do right. things right. and, uh, and that side of nature, but it works out. So kind of taking back to the beginning, right? Like you decided you're going to start on your own and you do all the paperwork and the little legal stuff and do all those things and, and. And you've got a business that, that can operate and you've got your license and where, where do you go from there? Right. Where, what's the next step for you? What were some of those challenges, uh, kind of right when you got started? So when I first got started, I had a really good contact for, 
medical buildings, um, do intended improvements there. And then uh, that kind of gave us a little bit of our legs in the beginning. And um, then that went away completely. Um, unforeseen circumstances. I was going to say unexpected or was that yeah, just no, kind of came to an end? 100%. And uh, it really turned upside down. Um, but that's that's beyond the beyond that. But um, after that, it was like, okay, well, what do we do? <laughs> you know. So it was kind of like we just started pumping everything we could. We we went to the sites that I was telling you about before with the thumbtacks and the build zooms and um, the Angie's list and the home wise and and just started investing back into the company. Um, and we've seen the traction that that had. And, and cause, you know, I, when I was doing it myself, cool, I would make my money, put my money away, pay my one or two guys that I had, and, and you know, that, that was it. And we needed more than that. So uh, with, with moving with all that, um, it really just made such a difference with everything. Uh, and yeah, that's kind of where that. Yeah, and those things are, those are are sometimes a little bit difficult to deal with, right? I mean, those are those are situations where you're really being grinded on price, right? I would have to imagine a lot of the times. And uh, so, what, what was it? What's I mean, now there's got to be a challenge there to be able to stay profitable, but also you know be able to quote unquote win enough work, uh, you know, working working through those sites and some of those different avenues. Yeah, it, 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 it's definitely a balance game. Um, and, and sometimes they'll, you'll go on a wild goose chase. You know, they'll send you to these little two, three thousand dollar jobs that, you know, you make five, six hundred bucks off at the end of the day after paying everything. Um, but it, 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 you just kind of got to hope for the best and, and try to meet and mingle with other people on your way, you know, um, because if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't. We wouldn't be able to go where we are going right now um and finding where finding the people through paying your dues initially you know yeah and that's what i was going to get at too i'd have to imagine a lot of your mindset at that point is probably hey do these jobs do them well make an impression like you said network meet as many people as you can that way you know kind of build that referral network so that you're not you know yep. relying on 100%. some of those websites yeah 100 percent. and now we've got pretty much off of all of those. Um, we've got into a bunch of commercial reality stuff on um, big high rises and um, stuff like that. So that's been a really good thing. Um, and we've got a couple clients lined up for big ADUs and stuff for a residential side that we keep going to. So we have a set of residential guys now and a full commercial guys. So um, That's awesome. Yeah. And so how did that, how did that, I'm curious kind of just how that developed, right? How did, how did you go from, and obviously we've touched on it a little bit with, with the networking, but was there something specific, a, a specific relationship or there's something that was done that, that so, yeah. got you from doing that? So where you are now? So where we got on the, the full-time commercial thing is when we actually got this building that we're in now, um, very shortly after our first visit with you on your uh, old platform. Um, so we got this building, ended up meeting um, one of the people from the company that owns our building. And she said, hey, well, we're looking for a contractor to do this. We've seen you guys just moved in, you're a GC. And 
it's been history ever since. So wow, yeah, just, we didn't, uh, we, didn't make, we, timing, didn't huh? it, we didn't make much off of it. Uh, you know, I just I I, I don't look I, I look to build a relationship. You know, so I was gonna say yeah, it's even one of those things where you don't really care if you if you make too much money on those first couple if if it's gonna result in a long long term relationship. Long-term. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of so how you, this whole thing is too. Like the beginning of starting this company was budget, live on the bare minimum, bare necessities to get, to be able to put that money back into it. You know? Yeah. It's like planting a, a, a tree outside. The love you give to it and the care that you give back to it, you know, it tells you what your tree is going to be in 20 years from right. now. Right. Right. So you said now you guys have a full a full residential division and a full commercial division where you guys are doing TI work and then also some some construction on the residential side as well. Yes, sir. But it's all like word of mouth and relationship driven right now. Yeah, it's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that makes it that makes it fun and makes it a little bit less stressful, right? When yeah. you've got business well, coming well, in. Are you at the point where yeah. are you at the point where you're kind of turning down work or, or yeah. kind of be, being able to be a little selective right now on what you guys are doing? We're turning down a lot. of Okay. Uh, just because I mean we're booked to this time next year. Yeah. So and that's a, that's a good position to be in, right? Like it's kind of like the life cycle of a of a startup, right? Like where you're gonna say yes to anything, and, and like you say, kind of scrape by bare bones, whatever you can, and then you get to the point where you're just, you know uh, maybe you're, you're saying yes to a lot, but really just those selective ones, and now you're at the point where you're you're only taking the best of the best because because you have that that ability and. And that, uh, that, uh, luxury to say no, right. Cause you've got enough, uh, working coming. Is there plans to grow a little bit larger so you can take a little bit more? Yeah. Uh, we're, yeah. we're always trying to grow. Um, I just don't want to get too big, too fast. Um, yeah. I've seen a lot of failures in a lot of different businesses, not just construction fail that way. So, uh, I'm very strategic on, you know, the moves we make and where we put our money and, and you know, with expansion and everything like that, and right. right now with how the world is and everything going on, it's we're going into some scary times. Uh, <laughs> running these trucks around the Bay Area at an average of about six dollars a gallon with fuel is—it's uh, not a cheap week. Yeah, no, I have to imagine. So maybe kind of speak to that a little bit. How does how does how does your budget change? How do you how do you how do you fix those issues that come up? you know, kind of unexpectedly, some of those, I mean, from a budgeting standpoint, it's got to be a nightmare when you've already bid these jobs months ago and kind of had all these costs and now they're inflated to 15, 30% higher. A lot of times when we bid something, we put an expiration date on our estimates. Uh, it's a 10 day period, which a lot of guys don't do and they keep them for six, seven months. And I've had a couple clients where like, Hey, well, look, this was this price this month. You know, that this month it's this price. It, it, the material inflation is, is, is pure agony. Honestly, it's, it's one right. day it's this and the next day it's that. Then we're going this way. Then we're going that way. It's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy, man. And all mostly this way though, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. I mean, go buy a sheet of three quarter plywood right now. I bought, I bought pressure treated four by fours this morning eight footers common super common i i was we were getting them for two three dollars before 
1999 for one. Ugh. Yep. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. So how? I mean, where where do you where do you go with that? Like, granted, I mean, how, what is, how is that received from a from a customer standpoint? When I mean, are people kind of kind of uh, seeing how how you have to kind of adapt with this stuff? Or yeah, or and, get, and, and yeah. I'm a, I'm a really open guy with our estimates to our clients. So I line item everything out so they can see yep. per linear foot to square footage to everything. Um, so it's pretty clear for them to kind of understand. I even show our overhead and profit on the jobs. You know, I'm not, yep. that's what separates me from a lot of guys too, because they'll put this big scope together for this job and this giant number at the bottom, where'd that number come from? You know? Not yet. Yep. So no, no idea of how how you got there. Yeah, but with with the cost inflations, I mean, our cost have went up too, uh, just across the board. So our prices have went up. I mean, there's no, you know, sugarcoating it. And I, I'll tell all yeah. my clients, you know, that day, hey, we're not the cheapest. If we're bidding work, and uh, you know, you can either take it or leave it. It's it's crazy right now with the times we're in and the and the inflation and and. Hopefully it starts driving back down, but, um, yeah, it's kind of, uh, not looking too good for us. Over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's got to be maddening seeing some of those bills come in when, when you're used to them at one number and now they're 30 or 40, sometimes 50% higher. I mean, 2019, our fuel bill for the year was about 75 grand this year, probably pushing Close to two hundred grand. That's insane. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, <laughs> pretty wild out there, huh? It's insane. <laughs> it is insane. Yeah. I mean, and then it, here in the Bay Area, we have five bridges to cross. You know, to go from different places, and yeah, raise the tolls on that. It's 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 crazy. Yeah. I mean, just any everyday items are more expensive too now. So. It's rough. We're in some crazy times, people. <laughs> I mean, groaning is got to be scary, right? When when you see that kind of stuff, but but at the same time, like you said, you've got enough uh, incoming opportunity that, that you almost kind of have to, right, to kind of kind of yeah, stay no ahead of that kind of stuff. There's no choice yeah. at that point because uh, weight broke the wagon, so. You know, right. we can't just wait around and wait for it to come again because who knows if it will, you know. So right. that's, that's, that's with this business, it's a gamble, you know. So you either make your strategic move and you win or you make a shitty move and lose. Right. So then the hiring has got to be pretty top of mind for you. Is there a specific strategy you have or something you look for when you're bringing people on or? What is, uh, how, how do you solve that puzzle? I'm really good with people. Um, like I can read people really well, not to say I'm some crazy mind reader or nothing like that. Right. right, right. I, I, and if somebody's, you know, tells me one thing and says they can do this, I can kind of tell, you know, 90% of the time if they're BSing or if they're serious. Um, but we'll give them, you know, a week on the job. 
um, we'll put them with whatever foreman we see fit that their skills are best for where they are um, and what they're going to be, whether a laborer, a carpenter, a floor guy, a painter, um, an electrician. Um, we have all of our own in-house guys. That's that's another thing a little right. different here, you know. So, um, so yeah, we kind of just gamble on them, you know. I mean, we've went through probably 15 guys trying guys out this year. Um, and how successful were that of the 15? How many, how many of them stick? Five stuck. Four stuck. Five. Four. I mean, it's not terrible. No. Especially if you're, you're giving them about a week, right? I mean, it's not... They're not cheap guys. Not too either, terrible. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, it, but I mean, it's better than bringing them on. And then after, you know, 30, 60, 90, you know, six months, yeah. uh, then you realize they're not working out. And, and uh, like you said, I mean, the, what, is, what is the old adage, right? Slow to hire, quick to fire. And, and Yeah. And if you, the longer you let it go on, the harder it is to kind of let them exactly go. Exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah. And, it's hard now. Like, unfortunately, work ethics have went so far down the drain. In the, with these newer generations, there's no grit. There's no grind. No drive. You know, I mean, you have to watch every word that you say and how you say it. And it's 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 crazy. It, it's really crazy, honestly. It's it. It's mind boggling. I'd like to see where construction is in 50 years from now. You know, right, it, it, right. Just the rate we're going, it's 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 insane. We're gonna have robots digging up here soon enough. Yeah. So, kind of kind of to that point of of you know the labor force changing and and, and having to kind of adapt to that as far as how you operate. Uh, you know, on the communication side, it's it's one thing to be. To be good with people and know how to communicate and kind of, like you said, read them or kind of understand where they're coming from. And, and I think I have a little bit of that too, right? I was in restaurant management and, and restaurants for a very long time. So a lot of that comes with customer service. But where where, where do you go? I mean, you were in the field and you thought, hey, I'm going to do this on my own. No, not that I know of it, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, no formal schooling or training or anything like that on a business operation or communication or any of that kind of stuff, right? That that some people may have in your position as a, as a business owner running a company, where, where does, where do those skills come from for you? Like, where do you, where do you learn how to speak to people? So that, is it something you just had to screw up and know that, oh shit, I can't say that again. Yeah. Yeah. Or is it, there something that you man. did? Like, yeah, I barely finished high school. I went to continuation school, you know, I couldn't even make it into real high school, but it was just because my priorities were so messed up. That's the thing. Anybody can do this. Uh, it, it, there's nothing special about me. I get up every day and I try my best, you know, every day. And, and that's, that's really all you can do. You know, there's nothing, there's no secret sauce. There's no book you're going to read. That's going to tell you how to do everything. You've got to get out there and learn it real life experiences and fail, fail big. You know, there's no success without failure. Yeah, and I think that's the important part. I, I think there's a lot of people in your position that may think, hey, I, I'm not ready to do this. I can't do this part. I can't do this. I need to bring somebody on to do this or hire somebody to do that because they they feel like they may not know how. But like you said, it's it's almost one of those situations where just yeah. do it. And and if you do it right, 
Congratulations. Awesome. Now, you know, well, you, know you know the right way to do it. If you, if you do it wrong, you, you, you do it again and change it up a little bit and, and figure 100%. it out. You have to keep. You know, yeah. It's, it's, it gets, yeah. It, it, and, and you're going to have your slumps. It, every week's not perfect. You're going to deal with problems every day, even when you got your shit in line. <laughs> You're still going right. to deal with right. real life problems or a guy you needed to be at that job that day, something happened. They couldn't make it, whether it be family related, vehicle related, um, or you didn't show up for some reason. You never knew, right. but yeah. uh, there's always hurdles you're going to jump over. Um, you just got to keep on jumping, man. Yeah. So kind of on that a little bit, what was, what's maybe two, two parts to the question here. What, what's the, what's the biggest hurdle you have to jump like kind of on a daily basis? Like, man, something that really just grinds you. And then also what was your biggest failure, right? Like where, where did you fail the hardest and, and learn the most? So I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that big hurdles to jump over every day. Um, I guess it would just be supply chains right now man it's it's crazy you yeah. know it's that's where i'm having my issues right now is lead times and availabilities and, and productions on things it's 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 crazy yeah kind of managing that is yeah it's it, well you're having sure. to go to every vendor from timbuktu and everyone's prices are jacked up at the same time and then you're having to go to a vendor that you don't know to find something that they have that nobody else does and they're 20 30 percent higher in cost too so it's that's that's kind of where i'm struggling at right now um yeah for that no that's i, I can imagine that's definitely probably pretty frustrating kind of not knowing on a day-to-day basis where things are coming from and what the what the costs are going to be for sure and the, and the next one was the biggest loss your biggest, your biggest failure kind of through this process, right? Like, where did you say, oh man, this, this might end me. This might save me something that. Fortunately, I haven't had something like that. Um, I thought the whole COVID thing was going to like really put us, put a pump to us and, 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 and push us back. And we weren't really too big before COVID. Um, but that's, that's really it. Um, all these different variants were kind of trippy and, and, you know, all this vaccine stuff was, was, was a trip too. That was kind of a questionable thing, but they, none of them ended up happening and we didn't really have to deal with nothing crazy. We got more busy if anything. So I don't think. Yeah. And was that kind of on the residential side? I know that when we, we talked to a lot of people through that process, kind of when we we're going through it. And actually, I mean, I started my last podcast kind of right before the very first, well, I guess right when it started, right? So we, we talked to a lot of people through that, but what, did you see a lot of growth on the uh, residential side? I feel like there was a lot of people that, especially in the beginning when they were forced to sit home, nothing better to do. Yeah. The wife's telling the husband yeah. she wants this done and he doesn't want to do it. Um, yeah, we, we've seen a lot of, a lot, a lot of people coming in at that time. Um, 
and for really random things too, you know. <laughs> we get. We get so is there something you guys? Sometimes. Is there is there anything you guys? I mean, I would have to imagine controlling your labor and kind of keeping that in house and having all those guys at your fingertips and in your control, quote unquote. Um, you're able to kind of pivot and do a lot of different types of projects. But is there something you guys? Um, kind of specialize in either on the residential or commercial side or jobs that you like to do more than others? No, we, we specialize in being able to show up and start it and finish it at this company, you know, uh, maybe yeah. not the big excavating jobs and, and stuff like that. Uh, but I mean, foundations and stuff like that. Yeah. All day long. We just do them ourselves. Um, but that's, that's what, that's what it is. You know, we, we show up as the Smith and Son and no subs walk. Everybody has that t-shirt no on and everybody, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a yeah. one man band being us, you know, so, and it works a lot better because some of these GCs will have a drywall company. They're using their own taping company. Right. They're using, they're having a lighting company, an electrical company they're using and it get your profit margins go down and, and, and now you're managing all these other companies that you don't know where they're at, you know, how they're doing with this, you know, they're scheduled for you. So there becomes a lot more factors that way too to deal with. I wanted something that you could kind of, I could paint the picture and we could finish it and frame that picture, you know? Yeah, no, I, there's definitely, if I'm playing devil's advocate, right? I mean, obviously you say there's costs and quality control that, that you can't really, or costs that go up in quality that you can't really control when you're bringing in subs, right? But the the flip side of that, the devil's advocate piece of that says, yeah, but that's also, you know, guys that you don't have to employ and, and guys that you don't have to train doing specialized labor and, and you know, being able to do a number of things and, and, and multiple different types of jobs because you can, you can just bring somebody else who specializes in it. So kind of the yeah, obviously pros and cons of both. And you're in a very unique position. I think personally, I don't know that there are many guys out there with as many employees as you have that are doing everything on their own. Right. So most of the time it's somebody that has only one or two employees, you know, they can frame out and remodel a kitchen or, you know, frame out and remodel a bathroom or something like that. But, um, once in most situations, once you get to the point where you're doing bigger, uh, more complex jobs, uh, that, that require more employees, a lot of these guys start subbing things out. So what was, I mean, I think you've kind of spoke to a little bit, but just to kind of clarify, what was the thought process in, in controlling everything and making sure that you had those guys, uh, under your own control and, and in your own so labor reference course? back to what you said, when you could have, you know, a two, three guy company come in and do a bathroom and do a whole kitchen, and do everything just then. I was doing that. That's what I started as where, where I was with this company. Yeah. And I had sat back one day and was like, man, if I could get 15 of these going at the same time, we have something good going here. You know, 15 right. guys that can yeah. do 90% of everything, you know, it, it, it's been a challenge to find those guys, you know, and, and, and yeah, well, that's what I was just going to say too, from a labor standpoint. Now, instead of looking for a guy that can, you know, be a foreman on a job or maybe, you know, 
do the framing, which a lot of, I, I know a lot of GCs, they only frame stuff out and then they hire all the specialty guys. But so rather than looking for a guy that can do, you know, one thing very well, you've got to almost find guys that can do a number of things. And then right? if we find yeah. a guy that has, you know, a certain skill in one thing that's really good at that, um, we'll kind of just focus him on that. Like we brought in our own painter as of recently. So we have a full-time painter with a helper as well. And that's all they do. They paint all of our projects, interiors, exteriors, um, and, and we do it all in house now. So it's really nice. For me. That's what I was just going to get at that's next. Really yeah, nice that's because I can smart, charge right? good money hourly and still bill for my guy, and, and he gets paid very well. And we both are winning, you know, and he knows he's winning because he hasn't yeah. been at any painting company that he's making $50 an hour spraying. Right. You know, and, right. but he can stain, he can lacquer, he can do every bit of it. And, and that's what, that's what really separates us too, you know, because I don't think you can ask any of the guys that have been on this show with you that their guys can do that. Yeah, no, like I said, you're in a very unique position at, at the, at the size you're at, right? Like I said, I mean, I think it's pretty common to find a guy that has one or two employees that, that help him out. And, and like I say, kind of, you know, reframe and, and remodel a kitchen or a bathroom, but to be able to do the work at the level you're doing it and with the number of employees and the the volume you're doing it, uh, it's rare to be able to con control all the labor as well. That's so, I, I mean, more power to you. I, I know that's probably got to add a little level of added stress for you as well, right? Because when you're controlling subs, it's, hey, do your job. Oh, you don't do your job? Well, it's your problem, yeah, right? Because it's your job. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, obviously, it's, it's on you because you're the one controlling it. But, um, yeah, when you hire a sub, there's a lot of oh, stress than, you know, actually having an employee. And I mean, yeah. that's so do you plan to, you plan to go that way kind of in perpetuity, right? I mean, even as you grow, do you see yourself, you know, just bringing on guys and creating crews and maybe having a specialty guy, you know, to do a few things and kind of yeah, bounce around uh, for you? That's kind of what I want to do. Um, I don't want to get too big to where I have to get rid of this system that I have. Because I can only do yeah. this for so long with so many guys before they're calling us to build a sales force. You know, hopefully Salesforce hit me up. Uh, right. <laughs> you know, and, and if if we got the opportunity to go that big, I'd probably restructure the whole company and keep these guys still doing their thing and then do something on right. the side with that. Um, I don't want yeah. to get rid of the group that we have in the of where it's at, you know, if not try to add a few more guys, um, we are hiring. So anyone out there listening to this, <laughs> you can reach me on Instagram, Facebook, hit up Mike, Mike will tell you my number. <laughs> um, and yeah, <laughs> and, and I, I just want to stay where we are because it works so good, man. It's so yeah. cool to have, you know, cause a lot of guys, like you said, it were very rare that that's what we're doing. Yeah, for sure. It definitely puts you in, in, a, in a unique position. Uh, I mean, kind of pivoting a little bit, touching on, uh, you brought up Instagram a little bit. I know you, uh, you you do what you can on there. Is that something you guys do deliberately or something you guys have a specific plan for? Is I it just, just kind of think it, uh, when you know, like, pop when up? I remember, oh crap, yeah. I'm here at the job. I'll, let me hop on Instagram. But we have so many moving parts every day and, and 
I get on there when I can. I do need to make it a point to get there, get a little bigger there. I mean, I just checked today, and let's see. I haven't been on in, in quite a bit, but I logged on today, and we had 120 new followers. Um, so what we are posting, people are coming in to see. Um, we went from yep. 1,000 followers five months ago, and now we have 8,773. So um, definitely getting a following. See, 1,300, 12 or 1,300 more followers, then you get the, the swipe up, and you can when you get to 10,000, you get to, like, add links to your story and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, you need to get there, man. You're almost there. It's one of those things that I think, uh, especially on the residential side, that's where your your people are looking for you, right? Like, that's where they're they're going when they... Something, yeah. I, I, more often than you think, right? I, I mean, I don't think that they're going there and saying... I don't think they're blindly searching on Instagram and going, hey, I need to find a contractor. Oh, here's these guys. Let me call them up. I think it's more that if a friend tells them about Smith and Son, or if even if you, you know, however you get a hold of them and, and you're you're bidding a job or whatever, you're talking to them, I, I can almost guarantee you there's a, there's a high percentage, 75, 80% are probably, if they're not, you know, putting you into Google, um, they're they're looking for you on Instagram or Facebook or something else and, and see if they can kind of see what your work looks like or what you've done in the past, for sure. Yeah, I, so... I hired an SEO guy to just run Instagram and Facebook and all that. I had him for a couple months. Um, What you had said, it it, it is a valid point. You know, they do look at that there, but we seen from analytics, everything that we did for the whole thing, we didn't get too much traction there uh, on engagement, you know, to, to reach out, you know, we'd get the engagement of the people looking at the story, liking the photo, but that's not, making us money this right. is what we want at the end of the day you know um so we kind of hopped off of that with the whole instagram thing with that but google for guys out there that are looking for work set up a google my business and 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 get those real reviews from those clients you did the work for because i've gotten more work from there this year after setting it up than i ever thought we for residential side yeah no that's that's uh, that's super smart I, I think a lot of people kind of think back to something like yelp but uh, i mean personally I, I might get shadow banned from yelp but not that i'm on there but uh, i feel like they're pretty political right i mean to the point where like you can pay them to to remove your negative reviews and if, yes if somebody if somebody reviews you that, that isn't on yelp all the time then their review doesn't really get shown. If you're not active enough on Yelp, then your your clients' reviews don't get shown. So it's it's yeah, yeah I'm I'm, I'm against them for sure. And but. hands the tenth place person a trophy and says, "Good job." Right. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yep. And that's that that goes back towards the kind of the workforce too. You know, these this this drive that these guys have, it's like really soft anymore. You know. Yeah. Uh, they don't get that real raw experience and the real truth to it all. You know what I mean? Yeah. But going back to what you're saying, I mean, those Google reviews are powerful, right? I mean, I think that's where the, that's where the future of, of reviews and testimonials and all those kind of things are going to go. So, uh, like you said, I mean, pointing people to that and, and, um, not that you have to point consumers to that, but even, even going as far as, you know, somebody that you've done work for, say, hey, this this could really help us out if you don't mind and and uh asking them to kind of get on there for you is is 
um, something that, like you said, could pay off pretty, pretty exponentially. Yeah, no, most definitely. Yeah. And then, and, and at the end of the day, if you're out here doing good work, quality work that people are happy with, it'll happen, you yep. know? Because I deal with so much work from these other jack wagon contractors <laughs> out here that I'm having to fix their stuff. All you guys in the Bay Area doing that shit, knocking off. <laughs> Put a little no, rock in that work. Yeah, something that tells me they're probably not listening. I mean, hopefully they are, yeah. but yeah. Well, they might be. They're probably sitting at home with no work because of that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so you say, I mean, kind of, you said that, you know, Growing is is a strategic decision, right? Not really looking to to blow it up, but um, maybe geographically, are you looking to expand a little bit, or where do you kind of see yourselves headed in the next three five years? We'll probably expand size in our shop. Um, probably obtain maybe ten more guys um, within a five year period. I'd say that are full times, you know, that stay here. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, I don't want to be huge, man. I, I was part of so many huge companies and then you started becoming a number, you know? Yeah. That, that, that's my thing. Like I'm friends with my guys too, you know, like we'll go do something, you know, uh, talk to each other like a normal person, you know, not just like your boss all the time. Right. You know, that's, that's what's cool about us is we're a really homey place to, you know, try to do lunches all the time, you know, let the guys work for four hours on a Friday, pay them for eight, come to the shop, you know, have food catered and, you know, have a good time and chit chat and everyone have a good weekend. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, and, and it sounds like, and, and if I had to guess you, you're doing it because that's who you are, right? That's, that's built into, to the type of those person guys, you are. Those but guys I, I go out like... every day for me. They, they make this whole thing go yeah. around. You know what I mean? If, if you're not taking care of your employees, you're never going to be successful. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, right? It's almost something you kind of have to do. Not that right? you don't want to be seen as having to do something, right? Like if, if they feel like you're doing it because you have to, it's probably not coming off very genuine. But you almost have to change your mindset. If you're not that kind of person, I would say change your mindset. But again, not that you are. I think you are that kind of person. But for anybody else yeah, listening, too, so yeah, that's... change your mindset so that, you know, you understand that that's something that you need to do and that what you should be doing for these employees because to your point and i mean it's it's tough to find those people right so when you get them uh you need to make sure that you yeah you, you need to make sure you're treating them well enough and so kind of obviously you, you touched on a couple of things but are there other things that you guys do for them um to you know because you care about them and because you um are, are looking to keep them long term yeah, if they get tools, you know, uh, we implement raises very often, unfortunately, guys. I don't know <laughs> if you guys are listening, but um, we do all the paid vacations and stuff like that. Um, clothes, we, we do like, you know, regular work, you know, style yep. clothes yep. for our guys for at home and stuff like that. Um, vest, take care of them with that. So, and I, th I think the biggest one, honestly, like you already pointed to is, is doing those things. Like you said, like on a Friday afternoon, every once in a while. Yeah. Well, those are, I mean, pointing back, going back to what you said about the, guy. yeah. And going back to what you said about the, the workforce and, and, you know, 
having that different mentality and, and, and whatnot. I mean, it's, that's kind of how society is right now, right? They want, they want to work somewhere where they know that they're cared about and, and that they, you know, have some of those other things, right? Like vacations and the t-shirts and all this. A lot of people are doing that, but very few people or business owners are actually showing, nah, I don't want to say very few, but the successful ones are showing that they care about their employees too, right? That they, that they do some of those things, like you said, with, you know, bringing in food and kind of that, that family atmosphere. Yeah, um, most definitely. You know, that's, that's a big thing, you know, I, everyone likes to genuinely, genuinely feel that, you know, they're a part of something and their impact is huge on this, you know? So yeah. I, I let them know, you know, that that's, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here, you know? Yep. And, and, we're not perfect. Me and my guys, we fucking butt heads all the time. Uh, <laughs> you know, we go at it and we have our own opinions, but uh, at the end of the day, we, we come to happy ground and we make it work, you know? Move forward, yep. Keep pushing forward. Sounds good, brother. The last, I, think, I mean, I always love talking to you. I think it's easy and, and you're you're awesome to talk with and right. I'm glad we get to work together now too, but... Uh, let, let the people know where to find you. I know you've touched on it a little bit, but what, what is your Instagram? What is your website? Um, so we're at smithandsonbayarea.com. You can find us on, on the internet. Uh, go to Google My Business, type in Smith & Son Construction, uh, Instagram, Smith & Son Construction, Facebook, Smith & Son, Smith & Son Construction, LinkedIn, Smith & Son Construction. We're located in Martinez, California. Um, yeah, any any time, any place, we're there, big or small. So let us Sounds know. Sounds good, brother. Give us a call. We yeah, we'll make sure we link all that stuff for you. Year, but hey, it'll be worth the wait, I promise. <laughs> yeah, we were going to have to do a follow-up for sure. Yeah, um, Yeah, because it's, it's, if you get a chance, go back to listen. I mean, not that, I, not that they're doing anything with it, but go back and listen to it happened on the job and, and, and happen, it happened on the job.com. Finally, it's as uh episode there and then kind of listen to where he's at now and it's 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 awesome to kind of uh see the growth and and kind of experience it firsthand so i, I definitely appreciate you taking the time to come on man awesome man thanks for having me and i uh, look forward to uh getting on this next time with you and hopefully we got some even better news next time sounds good brother i appreciate it man have a good one right on buddy you too thanks yep. hey Thanks for listening. If you had a good time, be sure to hit that subscribe button to get all the latest episodes. And if you had a really good time, leave a review to let us know what you thought. Until then, go gather some crazy stories on your job sites, and we'll see you next time on So, You Want to Be a Contractor.